Welcome to the Five Smooth Stones podcast with Daniel Watts, the director of the EGM Institute. Hello, Daniel Watts here with our second Five Smooth Stone podcast. These podcasts will be focusing on the five qualities of a life-changing children's ministry. Relationship, experience, truth, discussion, and response. Last week in our inaugural podcast, we introduced the five smooth stone idea from Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9. You can go back and listen to that intro and be all caught up. This week, we're focused on the first of the five qualities from Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9, relationship. When I came home from the first day of fourth grade, I was not doing well. I had excelled in third grade. Mrs. Likens, my third grade teacher, had somehow made me behave, taught me, and at the same time made school fun. She loved children and was a gifted teacher who had a warm relationship with all the children in her class, even a rowdy young boy like me. But I knew on my first day in fourth grade that things were not going to be the same and I was in a funk. I was glad when my parents asked me over dinner about school and my new teacher. I had been waiting for the question and I was ready to lodge a long list of complaints. I said something like, Mrs. Magruder is about 95 years old. She's over six feet tall, wears old black boots that lace up. Her hair is silvery white. She puts it in a ball behind her head. She wears an old-fashioned dress like she's Amish, but I know she isn't Amish because I'm sure she worked for the Gestapo in Germany. She hates boys and girls. She's never been married. She hates me and is out to get me. My year is going to be horrible. And sure enough, it was a rough year. Mrs. Magruder was probably a skilled teacher, but she certainly lacked interpersonal relational skills. Unfortunately, too many people like Mrs. Magruder are sprinkled throughout the educational systems around the world. Over the years, I've stood in front of thousands of children workers and asked them if they remember growing up and going to school and having at least one teacher who didn't even like children. So far, the response has been unanimous. Wow. Teachers who don't like children. Unfortunately, even in children's programs at church, we find teachers who don't really like kids, and these teachers don't fool the children. They may have a vast amount of Bible knowledge and great insight that they're able to communicate and do it creatively, but they don't actually love boys and girls. Effective children's workers, though, understand that ministry is best built on a relational approach. In Deuteronomy, Moses was winding down his tenure as Israel's leader, and he knew that he wouldn't be crossing into the promised land with God's people. You can read about it in Numbers 20, 12, and 13. God had used Moses in spectacular ways to free his people from slavery in Egypt, to lead the people out of Egypt, to lead them in 40 years of wandering after the rebellion at Sinai, and now to lead the next generation back to the promised land to enter in and conquer it. All that may seem far removed from teaching children about Jesus, but think about the fact that as we get older, we think more and more about legacy and the future of those we love. We find ourselves more concerned about the next generation, and Moses was no different. In his own words, in Deuteronomy 6, we can find at least five smooth stones for life-changing children's ministry. Let me read Deuteronomy 6, 1-9. 
These are the commands, decrees, and laws the Lord your God directed me to teach you to observe in the land that you're crossing the Jordan to possess, so that you, your children, and their children after them may fear the Lord your God as long as you live by keeping all his decrees and commands, the ones that I give you, and so that you may enjoy long life. Hear Israel and be careful to obey so that it may go well with you and that you may increase greatly in a land flowing with milk and honey, just as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, promised you. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. These commands that I give you today are to be upon your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. Arguably, this nine-verse passage is one of the most important biblical directives and extensive teachings about ministry to children. In fact, it's my view that Deuteronomy 6 through 9, 6, 1 through 9 should have a central place in the development of any children's ministry because it contains biblical principles that are foundational to discipling children. These principles are our five smooth stones. The first stone for children's ministry, and it's foundational to all else, is relationships. Effective and fruitful children's ministry is relational in nature. The love of God flows into the children's lives through our relationship with them. The life-giving and guiding power of God's Word, which Moses referred to as these commandments in verse 6, becomes apparent to children when we are in a relationship with them. Notice that verse 6 reference to commandments follows shortly after Moses's restatement of the Ten Commandments in Deuteronomy 5. The word commandments is understood in much broader terms, though. Christians today would affirm that the Word of God as a whole should be upon our hearts as we minister to the children entrusted to our care. But what exactly does upon our hearts mean? An understanding of the word heart is essential. Heart is translated from the Hebrew word labab and is not the seat of emotions and feelings as it is in English metaphors, but rather the seat of the intellect, will, and intention. In Hebrew, you think in your heart, and your heart shapes your character, choices, and decisions. It's also the center of the human being as a moral agent. The intent of Moses was that the commandments would be present in every person's mind, apparent in everyone's actions, and influential in the development of every individual's character. And the Israelite listeners understood that. Even today, the commands of God are intended to initially shape and then be evident in our thinking, doing, and being. This is the beginning and foundation for our ministry to children. We most effectively share with children the commands of God that are on our hearts when we have a relationship with them. We best model the love of God when we're in a relationship with the children and when they're in a relationship with other children. 
Boys and girls can know our thinking, see what we do, and experience our character when we are in relationship with them. It's therefore no coincidence or surprise that being in relationship with those we minister to is the first and the foundational principle for ministry that we find in Deuteronomy 6, 1-9. through The role of relationship with children as well as with those who minister to children alongside us has been absolutely essential in my own ministry experience. Over the last 40 years, I've worked with hundreds of children's workers from many countries, and they form quite a diverse group in terms of age, profession, ethnicity, gender, and theological tradition. In an informal and unscientific survey, survey, I've asked these dedicated workers if they grew up in churches and or participated in Sunday school, Good News Clubs, Children's Church, Awanas, VBS, church-sponsored summer camps, etc. Not surprising, a significant majority of those leaders had their own experience in church when they were children. When I asked these children's workers what they remember and what had the greatest impact on them, without exception, they mention a person. Never has anyone pointed out a killer Bible story, an amazing memory verse activity, a wild and crazy game, or an awesome lesson plan. Instead, these people talk about the man who drove the bus to pick them up to go to Royal Rangers, or the teacher who prayed with them on the steps of the church. They rave about the leader who took them for ice cream after church, or the young man who walked them home from church every Sunday. They tell about the neighbor who invited them to church or the craft lady at VBS who helped them make a clay bowl. Effective children's ministry is relational. Read Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 6. And if you want to learn more about relational children's ministry, check out our website at www.egminstitute.org. Please join me next week as we continue our look at Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9, and the five smooth stones for transformational children's ministry. If anything resonates with you, share this podcast with a children's ministry friend and join me in praying for more boys and girls to know Christ and live the life he intends for them. See you next week. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Our next five smooth stones podcast will be this same time next week. To learn more about life-changing children's ministry, check out the EGM Institute website at www.egminstitute.org.